Hello, welcome to the second button podcast. Today we're doing season three, episode eight, called The Tape, originally aired on November 13th, 1991. Mm-hmm. I'm Andrew, yeah. and my co-host is... Brian. Uh, yeah, it's like, what, 30 years? Yeah. <laughs> like 31 years ago yeah. that this aired. That's still pretty crazy. I know. How, you know, and I'm bringing it up all the time. This, this show is pretty timeless. I have, like, some friends who are... Uh, watching it for the first time and i think that's like to me i'm like all excited mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, my friend uh, showing uh, it to his wife and she's never seen it and it's like why, how do you explain the show i don't it's it's seinfeld yes yeah, like it's, it's not seinfeld. like what's it like i don't know you know it, it i mean i guess it's not like revolutionary or anything like that like you're you like friends but it's like this is like actually cool I'm not endorsing that comment. (laughs) She shuts this off. The first review that we get on iTunes is zero stars (laughs) from Ashley. Friends is good. Uh, That guy's an asshole, and so is Brian. uh, Fuck him. (laughs) Anyway, hi Ashley. Love you. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, let's get this one going. I like this episode. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I think I like, got to the end of it and I'm like, that was great. And there's like, you know, some plot holes or whatever that don't really work. But are you watching this? I'm like, yeah, this is an iconic episode. There's one point where just... they both were both, Jerry and George are both holding headphones at the same time. The same pair mm-hmm. look like it's going to snap like a wishbone. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> they changed the angle of the camera and Jerry had them in his other hand and George wasn't touching them. And I was like, cancel them. <laughs> I hope somebody got fired for that. Whoever edits that show should not do it any longer. Yeah. But anyway, so this one uh opens up with a stand-up bit about hair plugs and like uh transplant surgery. Um like, you know, the hair that was once on your shower floor can be on your head by tomorrow. <laughs> like how you know, how do they get that? They you know, they take like, you know, a helicopter with the hair, you know, and hurry to the hospital. It's like Get out of the way. We got a live one here. <laughs> it's like they get it off the bar of soap and then they you know, rush it in there. And it's like, oh, you know, we were able to, you know, save the hair, but not the dial soap on there. Yeah. The residue. <laughs> so it's we got like the hair, like, but I think we lost the zest. Yeah. Yeah. Lost the zest. <laughs> so you just, you know, talk it, bring it up. I'm like, you know, like sometimes the body rejects organs, you know, that are, you know, during surgery and stuff like that. It's like, I wonder if it's like possible that the head and the scalp just reject the hair. Just mm-hmm. like one day you're walking around, bing, bing. And there's a bunch of hairs just popping off. It's like, Oh, it goes into somebody's yogurt. <laughs> uh, how does that actually work? Like hair transplant surgery. The, the, I, the plugs were that go in and get the full follicle and then transplant that follicle to another spot in the head and uh, yeah. allow it to grow. Okay. So they have to like, they, take it from like the head right i think i saw they'll it take it from like the back of your neck like the hair in the yeah. back of your head and they take little pieces out of there and then put it in the front sh- like i'm like oh yeah and i'm like i think i've seen it where it's like uh, it doesn't really look that good because it looks like crops you know where it's like lines yeah of like and then i'm like okay so you really got to grow it out and then comb it over and then yeah and i'm like that's you know Okay, I'll say this. Not just sorry if this is offensive, but I'm so glad I'm not going bald. Yes, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm I'm pretty sure I won't. And from the way it looks, you know, I'll probably keeping be keeping my hair. I guess I'm mid thirties now, and then I'm like, okay, my dad, he's got a full head of hair. He's got a you know gray afro. He's like, he's got you know all that hair. And then yeah. I guess if it, they say it comes from your mother's side, but I guess my mom, like she's uh, Blackfoot. Uh, mm-hmm. Native American, not Native known American. to be going bald, really. First Nations, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah, you see most of them with the long ass hair, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, I think I'm whew, safe for that. You know, knock on wood. Have you seen, you know, next year I got a fucking Costanza going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> peanut, peanut butter smeared on your head, trying to grow hair. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I think it would. It, well, it's good that I do enjoy having hair because imagine if you didn't. It's definitely a slap in the face of like bald guys. Mm-hmm. I, you know, been to a bar, you know, like, you know, bar and then a guy was drunk and I'm, you know, you're drinking kind of outside the bar or like a show or something like that. And one guy, he was like super friendly, 
But it's like some people could take it as like, this is guy so weird, get out of my face. But I was like, yeah, I'm fucking, we're just having fun. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm f- fucking jealous of that hair of yours, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh, man, if I had that hair, dude, and I'm like, I'd, I'd never wear a hat. And I'm like, yeah, I try not to. He's like, you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't wear. <laughs> you have all that hair. You gotta live life to the fullest, man. Don't wear hats. Show off your hair. And he's like, kind of like, just do it, man. You gotta strut. <laughs> what That's you got? Right. Like he was like, it wasn't like offensive, but he was just definitely like intense about it. He yeah. was like, don't do it. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm enjoying. You know, I I like having my hair. And then I you know say all that, and I got really bad bedhead today. Um, and I was like, saying, my hair's not bad at all. And I'm wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're both not living our best full hair lives today. Yeah. But anyways. So, we're recording on um, a Sunday instead of a Monday this week. So Sunday's the day to be lazy and not do your hair. Yeah. I mean, it's totally, it's 2 p.m. where I'm at and I still haven't showered <laughs> for the day. <laughs> I'm just you know, fucking off and then I'm like, I have my coffee and then kind of like, all right, and then let's watch some Seinfeld. Yeah. And then take my notes, and then I'm like, all right, and then time to record. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy day. So, anyways. Two o'clock so my standard time. Yeah, two o'clock <laughs> my time. So, uh, episode starts off in Jerry's apartment where he has a repair guy over, and they're looking at his refrigerator. Or the guy is looking at the refrigerator. And then uh, Jerry has some headphones in, and the guy is clearly going on about details that Jerry just clearly doesn't give a shit about. And those the are the old headphones that would pull you, speaking of hair. Those yeah. headphones always pulled your hair out. <laughs> Those nineteen yeah, nineties like, over ears, where it's like a little piece of like metal and like the foam, yeah, uh, ear oh, yeah. that did not doesn't go completely over your, you know, the cans don't go over your ears, but it just kind of barely hit. It's like that probably sounded like absolute shit. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd still sit on a bus for hours listening to Beastie Boys cassette tapes through. <laughs> you know, like, this is great. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. But this is going on about asymmetrical fittings and compressors, but all real fascinating stuff. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's like, just do whatever you got to do. Okay. Just like, kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm listening to something here. So Jer- uh, George, he comes in and asks, you know, what Jerry's listening to. So it's a tape performance of uh, his gig last night. He's kind of running some new material. So he's taking notes and whatnot, you know, what he needs to be punched up, what fucking killed, etc. And then George asks, you know, like, hey, did you ever do the bit about the toes? You know, one of George's like jokes. He's like, how the bigger toe is uh, the leader, the captain of the toes, and the little <laughs> ones follow it. And sometimes the second toes, you know, bigger than the first one, and they have a power struggle. The coup d'etat. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, hey, yeah, I used it. Nothing. Got nothing. No reaction. <laughs> George's face. And I'm thinking, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> Imagine if George is at the club and it just, that Jerry just bombs and he yells, that's gotta hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, laser pointer guy. Anyway, so uh, George says, you know, he's got to use uh, Jerry's phone to call China. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what? He's like, the Chinese have done it. They discovered the cure for baldness. And the repairman excitedly kind of like pops in and saw the same news story that George did on TV. It's <laughs> all excited. The guy's also bald. So yeah. uh, <laughs> Zhang Zhao has discovered the cure for baldness. <laughs> so he's all excited. And so he's going to call because he's going to get, you know, this miracle cure. And then Kramer comes in. He's got a camcorder. He got it from uh, Spectre. The uh, dude's becoming a minimalist and he's mm-hmm. giving away everything. And I think Kramer mentioned this guy in his minimalism. I think it was the parking garage episode. Because George yeah. uh, mentions, he says, isn't that the same guy with the fat fetish? <clears throat> and then Jerry comes in with a zinger. Uh, you know, he's like, doesn't the fat fetish conflict with the minimalism? <laughs> it was the same guy, but in the script that we found online, it said about, it was not one to say she's fat. And the other one said the real thing was, She's a man or something like that? Is that the same conversation? No. Or maybe it's different because it's like, oh, he's fat fetish. And then it's like, what do you do with all that fat? Yeah. Maybe it wasn't the parking garage, but maybe it was. I, th- I feel like they did mention. There was something. Like, yeah. It's ringing like, a bell. Oh, my friend. If anyone was to fat fetish. Comment I, in the comments I honestly tried to do like a, a little bit of research. I'm like, oh, fat fetish. 
Well, uh, oh, I couldn't. Make, I didn't look up. I just thought about it now. I didn't look up. What do you do with all that fat, Seinfeld? Yeah, that probably would pull up the episode. But anyways, so I was like, this season they're, they're definitely doing or no, a lot of callbacks to previous episodes. And hey. The jacket storylines carrying on too. Mm-hmm. From the so, I, I do, last I, episode of this, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, I mean, the, the show essentially is just all you know standalone episodes, but they do have some continuity, which yeah. I think is you know a nice thing. So I do think it's funny that uh, minimalism was a thing back then. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it definitely had a rise. I think in 2015, 16, stuff like that. There was like documentaries and books and stuff like that talking about you know uh, the idea of owning less, buying less, and you know anti you know. The capitalism and stuff like that, yeah. you know, especially now going through the holidays, everybody's like, buy stuff, give stuff, da 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 da. da. You know, the, the idea that you don't need more shit to be happy, of course, you know, but it's fun to have things and buy things, right? And but, we've uh, talked about being minimalist before, mm-hmm. or you've talked about it, I've spoke to you about it. And it's like, yeah, I like I the idea. Then you're like, but I like that stuff. I kind of <laughs> like to take some ideas from it. So it's like, I'd say over the past couple of years, definitely um, beginning of the you know, pandemic, I was off work for a couple of months and I was like, all right, going through. And I'm like, you know, you need something to do during the day um, instead of just fucking just jacking off and getting drunk all day, which, you know, there's time <laughs> for that later. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, OK, so trying to be productive in a sense, you know, it's like, I don't know. Everybody's different, but I like to sometimes, you know, have some production, you know, productivity in my head. So I was going through and just like, you know, getting rid of a lot of stuff. So the clothes, you know, donating or throwing away. Cause sometimes, uh, you know, do you really need, you know, a torn up pair of sneakers? You obviously can't donate these. I'm like, there's a hole in the fucking foot, yeah. you know, in the soul. I'm like, why am I keeping these? Why? Cause you one of them, like I, was, I was, yeah. <laughs> one of them I was keeping around because I was like, Oh, this is actually like first pair of shoes that I wore and bought when Kyle and I started our band, we kind of had a wardrobe oh, right. where it's like, Oh, if you had black Chuck Taylors and then Dickies and I'm like, sure. Oh, so, yeah. And everybody had black, black Converse, yeah. you know? And then, so I'm like, Oh, these are cool. But they were like beat and they're old. I'm like, why am I? I mean, yeah, it's like, it's not like I'm going to forget the band. And I'm like, yeah, these are kind of worthless and they can smell. I'm like, they can go in the trash. They, so it was <laughs> okay to like the go. whole house. Like, but I remember Kyle this way. Yeah, and there's other things that you can do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then idea of like selling, you know, um, I took yeah, like I said, some of the, those ideas of selling uh, guitar, music gear. So Andrew and I are both uh, musicians and play guitar, and so I'm like, oh, getting rid of stuff and redundancy was a big thing. And then, like I said, the old clothes and stuff like that. And I got down to like, okay, currently now I like it, so it's not super minimal because everybody can just you can go less and less and less. Cause I have mm-hmm. a friend who lives in a van and he took he's taking that minimalism you know off the grid living way further than i could or would want to and i think that's cool if you want to learn more about that go check out the video on the tone jerks podcast on youtube Mm -hmm. yeah plug plug uh, (laughs) (laughs) so i was thinking like now i was talking to a coworker. i was like saying oh yeah i mean i used to have tons of shoes and shit like that you know the canvas type of shoes you know the vans the converse whatever like casual shoes and i'm like "Eh, i just have I got down to, I have four pairs of shoes. I have uh, two sneakers, two pairs of boots. That's it. I have uh, and <laughs> four pairs of Converse, three different color ones to match my glasses, and then a black pair that I wear to work. Yeah. And yeah. And so just like, I'm like, okay, just that. And like I have four four pairs of shoes. That's it. Uh, and then I talked to a coworker and she looked like, like she was like concerned, almost like disgusted. It's like, oh, like, like really it sounded like, that's not okay. Are you okay that you have that like that? I'm like, I don't need more. No, that's not what you really need. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then I'm like, I do like that I started just wearing like the same type of shirt. I have it like, you know, five pairs of like the card heart shirts. Like yeah. and I'm like, yeah, they're just different colors. I'm a I'm a cartoon character. <laughs> just wearing less shit. Just like, what color? I'm like, oh, black pants. Well, that's it. That's all I have. Black Today you're jeans. Mario, tomorrow you're Luigi. Mm-hmm. Mary and Luini, <laughs> Mario. <laughs> anyway, so I do like the idea of like, you know, the shit, you know, idea, the ideas you can take from minimalism. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like essentialism to where it's like, okay, maybe, you know, minimalism, have nothing, get nothing, just have a white room that you live in. I'm like, I don't know, no, not like that. But essentialism, I guess I believe it's similar in regard that you like, maybe you can have like one, you know, 
good thing. Like say instead of having like, you know, 20 guitars, maybe you could have less, but they're better and they fit the need for what you're looking for. Yeah. Or like you have a really nice computer that will last you a long time and gets all the th- stuff that you need to do instead of saying no technology, yeah. you know, or, uh, the idea of like, you know, get one pair of boots that'll last you five years or longer instead of like just cheap ones that you keep buying. And it's like, yeah, well, I'll just run through these. I'm like, well, you're essentially getting more stuff just to run through and you could have just got the one thing. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so, uh, I like that. So, but all the things, you know, Kramer's talking about minimalism and, you know, George, I'm like, that checks out. I like minimalism. And then I'm also like the thick types. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all that build up just for that part. Anyways. So Kramer mentions, uh, the bald cure he saw on TV, you know, to George. He's like, Hey, did you see this? This is what you should have seen. And then George, you know, mentions like, that's why I'm on the phone. I'm, you know, uh, calling, uh, you know, China now. I'm like, what's he calling? Is he calling a doctor? Just, or he's just calling China. I'm like, Hey, give me the, <laughs> it's like a, like a 1-800 number they put on the news. I'm not sure how that worked. Out. Maybe it never says where he's calling. And I guess it, it does a little bit later, but it's just like, mm-hmm. how did he get that number? Was it in the news story? I'm like, Hey, everybody call China today. See, All right. That's the news. If that was today, it'd just be like, you go on Amazon, you buy it, done. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. It must have been so hard to research or track anything down 30 yeah. years ago. Need info on anything? Tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> you need to Do order something? <laughs> yep. Figure it out. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Jerry, he kind of, you know, um, makes commentary on the recording that he has from last night. He's like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. And then he's uh, mentions that it's like a woman is talking into Jerry's tape recorder, saying some really risque things, <laughs> uh, really lewd acts. Uh, Jerry passes the headphone to George, and I think uh, Georgie likes because it's like he practically wrestles it away from Kramer. He's like, no, 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 and Jerry has no idea who it is. He said, like, oh, I put the recorder at the ledge, you know, in the back of the club, just so he can, you know, hear the performance, and then. We're going to find out who it is in a minute, but I, yeah, this is where a plot point here. It's like, how do these guys think that it's just some horned up woman who's all hot for Jerry? This is like, whispering in the tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be an inside job. Like she would have to know that there was a tape recorder, that the tape, where the tape recorder was and that it was Jerry's. Mm-hmm. C- come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's just kind of a little through this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little silly. It's like, okay, that's a stretch. I mean, okay, but that's the major plot point of the whole episode. Yeah. But when you think about it, I'm like, what? Okay, really? You guys would think that, you know, somebody would be like, oh, just, you know, say, what the comedian say, a civilian <laughs> so who's, who's not a comedian at a club knows like about recording and just, but, you know, who knows? So, Finally, uh, Kramer gets his turn on the tape player, and then the scene ends with him blasting the volume and just sexy moans, you know, through his head. <laughs> he says, "Where's the volume on this thing?" Cranks it up. Wow. <laughs> he's he's learning that that's what gets his laughs is the jumps and the yeah. Mm-hmm. So it cuts to monks with uh, Jerry and George talking about the uh, Chinese bald cure, and it's like, well, you know, why are you so you know skeptical? It's like, what would the you know, Chinese have to gain if they're faking a cure for baldness kind of thing. It's like, imagine no baldness. We'd be a nation of supermen. <laughs> <laughs> if the power went out in the world of like, you know, cure baldness. So the the boys there, they uh, meet Elaine at the booth at Monk's. I would say that's kind of now like the, you know, iconic booth that mm-hmm. most of the stories and most of the lunches that they meet up and talk, you know, plot, you know, about, you know, plot points and shit like that coming up in the episode. I feel like the rest of the restaurant moves around a bit through the seasons, but this is their booth now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they've sat in different you know tables or different booths around the corner and stuff like that. But that's, they finally found that's the, you know, their shot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jerry, he wants uh, George to tell Elaine what's going on so he can get her reaction. And then George, you know, tells her about the sexy message on this tape recorder. <laughs> And then Jerry's like, no, the hair cream from China, not the tape message. <laughs> and then at that moment, a friend of Jerry's like yells from across the cafe for emotions for Jerry to come over and talk to him. Why would he yell? It's yeah. like, why not? He could have gotten up to the table and said hi, 
But I get it. It's all just to get Jerry out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Earshot. But still, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) It totally works. But if you just pick apart everything, I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. This doesn't make total sense. (laughs) God damn it. This isn't realistic. (laughs) So uh, George and Elaine are talking about the uh, hot and horny woman on the tape and how it drove all three of them, you know, George, Jerry, Kramer, uh, out of their minds. George George describes the voice he heard, and then, uh, you know, it's like, oh, it's kind of this, like, whisper throaty thing. And then uh, Elaine uh, replicates it exactly. It was her. No shit. This is what I think I was kind of mentioning before. It's like, (laughs) how can you not tell your friend's voice over a recording? Right? It's like, you you can tell my voice, right? I can. Yeah, I never like, heard what? you. I never heard you whisper things like, "I want to slide my tongue around you like a snake." But I assume I'd be able to tell it was you. <laughs> yeah, it's like when I do like a voice or an accent. You're like, you're like "Come on, like, we know who that is." Yeah, it's Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I do my Cockney accent. Yeah. Oi, breath. <laughs> what? <Well>, thank you. <laughs> really do appreciate the episode. <laughs> yeah, I could tell that was Go- you, Governor. <laughs> Your lips are matching up with the words. <laughs> yeah. There's a plot hole that I'm like, okay, come on. You don't know that that's Elaine. Whatever. <sighs> um, uh, let's see. And then Elaine asks George, you know, don't tell Jerry. She wants to have more fun with it. Like, kind of see how dumb Jerry can actually be to believe all that and how far he's going to go. Yeah. But George is just taken aback that it was Elaine on the tape. You know, and it's like, oh, my God. I'm thinking, you know, like just some empty calories and male curiosity. Hey, George, hey. <laughs> Shout out to anyone who gets that reference. <laughs> From the same show. Yeah. If you're a fan of Seinfeld. You might know that one. So um, anyway, so Jerry comes back and he mentions how that was his friend, uh, Beater. And, you know, he you know went to a, the racetrack and he was yelling at a jockey so much that the guy got off the horse, started chasing him. Which sounds like a funny story, interesting, that they should be going more into. But George doesn't care. He's still just, you know, taking in all the Elaine stuff. And Elaine, you know, wants to bring up the tape girl again. She I, was I like, feel oh, like they're doing that so to show how um, distracted George is. <laughs> George and Elaine, they're both distracted. Yeah. And that's what is funny about it. It totally worked out because it's like, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. <laughs> but all that guy was there for was to call Jerry over and just be like, Hey, remember this story? No. Yeah. Whatever. Don't care. Let's talk about Elaine. So uh, Jerry goes on, you know, and just to show his ass, basically. Like, oh, Elaine, what do you think uh, an enraptured female fan of mine might say? It says, details of activities illegal in some states for consenting adults, things you would know very little about. <laughs> <laughs> very common when you're in show business. So he's just like, he's hamming it up, but he's also like, he believes it's like, you know, real. Yeah. And Elaine, Elaine knows it's like, okay, that was not real. That was me. Dumbass. Let, let's just see how far J- Jerry can believe this. Build himself up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like, Oh, you're going to ask her out. And he can't, he has no idea who she is. And they're just going to leave it at that. And then Elaine mentioned, it's like, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to leave. And then George jumps up. Where, you know, where are you going <laughs> home? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Georgia wants that more Elaine around. Like, oh, I went to the gym, you know, I I got a shower. And then she's like, oh, I can just, you know, Jerry, can I just shower at your place? Like, sure. And then George grabs some napkins and he's wiping Dab his, his brow. <laughs> <laughs> he's sweating. He's like, oh, <laughs> getting hot and heavy. Uh, So back at Jerry's and uh, George is listening to the tape again. Now knowing it's Elaine. Oh, my. <laughs> he's like, why would a woman leave that? Or, you know, do that and leave no way to get in touch with her. And then Elaine chimes in. Uh, you know, maybe she realized she could never have you and, you know, jumped off the Washington Bridge. <laughs> and then the phone rings and it's the operator and George is trying to reach Beijing. He's a, determined to get that ball scream. Which I don't get. How would the operator call him? I don't know. <laughs> I, remember, I was like, watching, is that, I was like, what, I don't how, I was know like, how that happens. Yeah. Or do they like call you back once they can make the connection? Because they couldn't. I don't know. And then how do they, they know to call you back? I guess you give them your number. Yeah, maybe. I, and there's an operator. Do so they have confused. operators anymore? I have to ask our parents and get back to you next week. <laughs> what was <laughs> yeah, going like, on there? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? That's one thing I just didn't get. Cause I'm like, well, he called, uh, you know, uh, previously, you know, the day before with, with Kramer was there and Kramer had mentioned like, it's like 3am over there, you know, da, da, da. so you need to, to call at a better time. Mm-hmm. So he's calling again, but this moment the operator called him mm-hmm. to get to Beijing. Anyways. I didn't get that part. I'm sh- yeah, I didn't get it either. <laughs> you did not to get lost in the weeds here. Come on. Come on, come on, boys. Let's get out of here. So, but I just made me think, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Things were different in the 90s. It was wild stuff. Yeah. So, and you know, I was like, he's like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, Jerry kind of like, why are you so determined? He's like, the only reason. Women. And he says that as Elaine is bent over, you know, in front of him. She's wearing a robe because she got out of the shower. And then I just dried her hair off. Yeah. And George is like, oh, God. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, he's like, he's losing it. So, uh, and then Jerry's kind of like, you know, asking Elaine if she's ever dated a bald man. And she has not. That makes her a baldist. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kramer comes in with a camcorder, you know, the one they got from uh, Spectre there. And, he, you know, he's has it going. He wants everybody just to, like, be themselves. Like, he's filming some, like, reality show or documentary. Yeah. And then he starts joking around. And then, uh, hey, we're talking with Elaine Bennis, adult film star on the set of her new picture. Elaine does the Upper West Side. <laughs> they had a different name for that. Oh, really? Um, they took a name from an adult film that that Elaine, Julia, had something to yeah. do with. She wasn't mm. like the main star in the movie or anything, but she had something to do with this adult film like years before this. Mm. So they were going to use the name of that movie, and then they didn't. They changed it to Elaine does the Upper West Side. <laughs> she probably wanted to separate herself from she, that. Yeah, she probably moved past that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But the whole gang, uh, minus, minus George, you know, they just all play along. Like he's yeah. George is still on the phone. He's trying to get a hold of somebody who speaks English. But they're all hamming it up for the camera. And then you know we're we're like Jerry's the director of the <laughs> the adult film. Uh, Elaine's a perfect actress for this role. And then uh, you know, Elaine talks about how she uh, is about to do a, a scene with George. In her scenes, the sex is always simulated, except with George. It's real <laughs> and it's in her contract. And she's all all the while doing like you know being like goofy, sexy, over exaggerated, like you know, ooh, like with teeth and stuff like that, and just yeah. like you know, kissy faces or whatever. And then it, it, she's super get close to George. This is totally making him uncomfortable because he's got a thing for Elaine. And ever since that tape news, <laughs> and this isn't helping. It's just you know making him like this fantasy of him and Elaine, you know, even stronger. So there's a buzz, and it's like Kramer's. Chinese food. The delivery guy is headed up. So George can't get anyone who can speak uh, English on the phone. And then the delivery guy, he just asks him if he can speak Chinese. And this and is the, the first the appearance guy. of a reoccurring character as well. Yes. I think they give him, it's Ping, right? They yeah. don't give him his, his name. They don't say this episode, but, but yeah, it's Ping. Yeah. So uh, he asks me if he speaks Chinese. He does. And then he asks him if he can talk with the hair restoration clinic. So that's who George is talking to. Uh, and place an order, you know, for him. And then he, he agrees he'll do it. So he asks, you know, George is kind of like, he's the, like the delivery guy. He's the, like the middleman. And George asks, like, oh, does it work? He's like, oh, it works. It makes your hair grow like Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> Stalin of all people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was he known for having a good head of hair? I don't know. I... <laughs> he's probably known for some other things, but I yeah. don't know the hair thing. <laughs> That's not what I know him for. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was supposed to be like Stallion. And the way, you know, that was kind of the joke. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, it was pretty good. And then George asked, like, oh, is there any side effects? He's like, yes, impotent. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kramer's just, like, it zooms in on Kramer just busting up while he's, like, eating his noodles. I wonder if that was, like, <laughs> like a <laughs> candid like moment. Ad-libbed, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. But then it, it was obviously just, just a joke. And we'd like um, to uh, acknowledge the fact that Chinese is not a language. Mm-hmm. You know? They call it Chinese. It's not called Chinese, and language isn't Chinese, but we can move past that for the show. Yeah. <laughs> you like saying, like, oh, you speak American? Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. I mean, there could be, like, a lot of different dialects for, you know, America. Mm-hmm. And then there's North America. You're North America. I'm North America. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but, uh, yeah, so he's, uh, you know, going on, and he's like, oh, yeah, send a check, you know. And then you know, you'll get cream, you know, in a couple of days. So George is excitedly running to go write him a check. 
or write you write up a check for this cream here. And see, it seems like uh, you know, Ping really hits it off with the uh, guy on the phone. Like, you know, <laughs> George makes a jo- joke like they're related. And the guy, he sits down on the couch, he puts his feet up, grabs, like, the newspaper magazine or whatever, all on Jerry's dime. And Jerry's face is like, all right, nobody else is concerned about this but me. Oh, because it's my fucking phone. My yeah. <laughs> Kramer's just eating his food. George is writing his check. Um, and he kind of leans over. He's like, do you mind? It's kind of an expensive call. Which is pretty good. He needs to step in. So the scene ends, and then uh, George drops Elaine off. But he he suggests that, you know, maybe they should hang out, you know? The night's still young. And Elaine's like, oh, I'm down to do whatever. (laughs) And then George George is like, he's going to shoot a shot, you know? (laughs) See see if him and Elaine could work out. You know, maybe he can get this going. But he's so awkward. It's like he's bringing up how, like, oh, you're really good during that, like, porno thing. At Jerry's. And then... <laughs> what an awkward thing to say. It's like, uh, yeah, I was just having fun. And he's like, oh, you know. <laughs> do you think that, you know, kind of like suggesting like, oh, do you, you really think that? <laughs> like, the thing he said the sex being stimulated. That was real funny. <laughs> that was, oh, that, that, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and then he's like, just forget it. And then, uh, see, uh, I'll, I'll, like, I'll talk to you through Jerry is what he said. It's like, yeah. okay. Yep. Bye. And then George is just overloaded. He's like heating up. He leans to the camera. He goes, oh, <laughs> needs a <some> man here. <laughs> All right. And then goes back uh, to George. Uh, I believe he's probably on the phone with like the club owner or maybe somebody who works at the club, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the tape recorder performance. Uh, he thinks he's tracked down the woman's info, the woman, and he's going to call her out. You know, it's like. She thought she was going to leave that erotic message and nothing was going to happen. Not bloody likely, he says in a cockney accent. And then Kramer thinks that was like, what was that? Like, it was a shitty accent. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, let's hear yours. Not bloody likely. <laughs> and that was the worst one I've ever heard. <laughs> I think it was fine. It's just not as funny as, you know, um, Jerry's. Like, I think bad impressions or bad accents are funnier than good ones. Oh, yeah. You see an actor who's like, what is it? Isn't it like a couple of the uh, Spider-Men actors are British, mm-hmm. but they sound, you know, pretty American to me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're probably playing it pretty good. I'm like, but that's not funny. It's funnier when somebody does a shitty accent, yeah. <laughs> like a <laughs> shitty British right, accent. Right, shit, isn't it? <laughs> and quite shit, isn't it? Oh, man. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's shit. <laughs> Pack of crisps and or oh, some chips. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Bad ones are funny. <laughs> and then you could actually get you know pretty bad ones, and then you uh, yeah goes you know, good down a rabbit hole there. So we move on with that. <laughs> Anyways, so George comes in. He's got the box with the hair cream. Kramer. He's like, oh, I got to go get my camera to document this. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually not a bad move, right? No, it's pretty smart. Yeah. He's like, well, I have this camcorder, which, what would you use it for? And then he's like, oh, well, this could actually prove to be useful. And and then mm-hmm. when Larry David bought his uh, bald cream, his oh. neighbor, Kenny Kramer, <laughs> brought his camcorder over and he recorded his head so he could have footage <laughs> of what it was like. So that was actually taken from Larry David's actual. Oh, so this series. whole uh, yeah. bald cream, yeah. So he could sell it. Uh, did not work. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see Larry. <laughs> Did not work. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, you know, Jerry's, you know, skeptical on the whole thing. And then George just believes that Zhao Zhang wants to help bald people. <laughs> Why is that so hard to believe? <laughs> and then Kramer comes in, gets zoomed in, gets some good footage of, of uh, George's dome over there. Then he runs to the bathroom to go put the cream on. George, that is. And then Kramer brings up... Uh, the guy that took his jacket from last episode. Yeah. So he got arrested for mail fraud. And then Kramer's going to see if the guy left the jacket behind or not. Which doesn't say, like, how are you going to, what are you going to break into the guy's apartment? It never says anything. <laughs> that's like, what I plan to find out. <laughs> that's what I plan to find out. It's like, what is he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so it definitely comes up later in this season, I'm sure. But just the jacket. <laughs> I like that it's kind of bringing 
you know, more reoccurring things. The like jacket the is almost a character at this point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, reoccurring lines, characters. Yeah. And then, you know, and there's still one-offs, but I like how there's like the through line. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, you know, you get something for watching these sh- these episodes. I'm like, yeah. Oh, the jacket. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. That's all you watch Remember the force to hear Kramer mention the jacket. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So George comes in with what looks like like shaving cream on his head, and the guys mention how bad it smells. It just stinks. Like how long you wear it for all day? <laughs> it's like oh, that's not good. That's not not gonna work. Uh, the phone rings, and it's Elaine. And George just yells on the phone, "Hi, Elaine!" <laughs> <laughs> so awkward too. And then she uh, Elaine's on the line. She brings up the tape girl again, and Jerry mentions how oh he's tracked her down, and he's in for a wild night. It's very common in show business. <laughs> George is all smiles. And then like she, uh, you know, hangs up and he's like, did she say hello back? <laughs> who keeps track of hellos? <laughs> yeah. Like who keeps track of hellos? It's like nobody cared or paid attention to George. And he's all like upset. Like, well, you say hello back. <laughs> like he's heartbroken. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jerry mentions how, oh, Elaine's headed over. And then George is like, she's coming over. He's like embarrassed by the cream and he goes to wipe it off which i don't get because like, it stinks he doesn't want to stink in front of lane <laughs> i guess because like she knows he's bald so that's not a secret it's not like it's like <laughs> reveal i'm like what he's bald <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then she was there when he ordered the cream from fucking china yeah i think it was like, more than she was there just the presentation of having it on his head maybe he wanted to look yeah his maybe that's it her. i was just thinking i'm like why would you be embarrassed she knows the whole what you're fucking doing yeah, <laughs> so like what your hair cream the one that you paid money for you're actually using it crazy <laughs> <laughs> but just commit to the bit George I don't know kind of one, one thing I had yeah. uh, then you know George running to go you know clean off his you know, dome there and then uh, Kramer sitting there he mentions like random questions like how often do you cut your toenails <laughs> and then Jerry like answers him like in earnest he's like every two and a half to eight weeks yeah, two and a half like, to eight. <laughs> yeah, and then Kramer mentions how he was in bed with uh, Marion, and he cut her ankle with his big toe. And Marion's Marian. still the same girl from the library episode. Yep, so the librarian. He's gone. Gone about a month with this girl so far. Yeah, keeping it around. So like more, more callbacks, like to the the Bookman episode. Yeah. So I like that. So I had to. I'm like, is that the same? I'm like, so I did Google that because I'm like. Yeah, you know, there's a you know, a lot of times there's like just a new girlfriend every week. Yeah, which becomes a thing later, much more you know, common later on in the series, which is mm-hmm. like Jerry has a new girlfriend. Why? I don't know. We needed a character <laughs> to make a joke around. <laughs> yep. And then yeah, you know, I wanted to ask like, do you keep track of cutting your toenails? Do you uh, pretty vigilant about that? Usually when I wake up and Ashley's bleeding from the ankle, I realize it's time. <laughs> To cut my toenails. <laughs> you got the fucking talons going. You're like, yeah. oh, I guess this is a, yep, it's long overdue now. <laughs> when I start getting holes in every pair of socks, it's time to cut the toenails. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. I, I know I should do it more often, but I've fucked up many a pair of uh, socks <laughs> by just leaving the nails going unchecked, you know? Right, the right through the shoe. You're like, oh, time to cut my nails. <laughs> <laughs> I think I believe I once cut through like a sheet with my toe. It could have been that it was an older sheet and then it was time, but I don't think my sharp ass talon of a big toe didn't do it any favors. But <laughs> I'm like, it goes, <laughs> yeah, it just, I think I had it like, I'm like, shitting me, pal? <laughs> <laughs> just ripped right through that sheet. I'm like, God damn it. Um, but yeah, and then Jerry, you know, tries the uh, captain of the toes bit again. It just falls on Kramer. It just doesn't work. Like, what is that? <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, captain of the toes. He's like, what? <laughs> like, it sucks. He also doesn't find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, this joke sucks. So, phone rings. It's Elaine. She calls, uh, says, uh, she mentions that uh, she's got shit to do. She's actually not going to be coming over. George comes out of the bathroom without the cream on. And then it's like, you're done? Yeah, no, we're working on a system. <laughs> you leave it in for 10 minutes and then you're done. Yeah. He finds out, 
Elaine's not coming over, and then George just runs back to the bathroom to apply the cream again. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's silly. So Jerry calls up the woman, Alicia, the one uh, who he thinks is the woman from the tape. Mm -hmm. And they're going to meet up. And then cuts uh, back to the apartment, but it's dark. Lights are off. Nobody's in there. Jerry's uh, coming in, turn the lights on. And then Kramer just immediately, like, he was, <laughs> like, has a camera or something. Jerry's home. Slides in. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know the details, of, you know, you know for sure. No yeah. doubt. Wants to know the details about the date. Because if this is that woman who left that message, oh, boy. Could be a good night. <laughs> Some good times. But Jerry mentions how she doesn't get it. It's like, the date went well. They're laughing, having a good time. And at the end of the night, Jerry... Uh, goes in for a little contact, as he says. <laughs> goes in for a little contact. I get the pullback. <laughs> so, if we're gonna be tearing it up to the part, did he go on this date but never mentioned the voice on the tape recorder? Like, was that never brought up? Like, he thought this was the girl from the tape. Yeah, it may be. You wouldn't want to just lean into it. George did. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was George. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean just. Yeah, you maybe you wouldn't want to like lean into it to say like, "Hey, you know, did you leave a voicemail or leave a message?" Da, da, da. I had my tape recorder. Da, da, da. Was that you? Yeah. And also, kind of like, I wonder if she was like, "How did you get my number?" Yeah. Why are you calling me? <laughs> yeah, like I remember seeing you, but how did you get my number? They that never brought got brought up, but mm-hmm. that yeah. it does seem kind of weird. So maybe she's like, "Oh, this is cool. This comedian that I saw the other night at a club." He's funny. He's a cool guy. And he goes in for a kiss like, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, bucko. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy. Um, yeah, he never mentioned anything. So it's also like, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he probably thinks like, oh, yeah, she's she's going to get it. She could get it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like you never put any of that together or asked her or said anything. I mean, but then again, how would you bring it up? It would be hard to be like. So, leave any um, filthy messages on a tape recorder, yeah. have you? <laughs> True. <laughs> Lately? <laughs> so, uh, you know, he gets saying how he got the pullback, and then it's like, she said the most filthy things I've ever heard in my life on that tape. Mm-hmm. And I get the pullback? And then Kramer's loving it. He's just like, he's like, you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> George is headed up. And then um, he was saying to Kramer, like, maybe she's psychotic or something. And Kramer's like, give me, uh, give me the number. I know how to handle these psychotics. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Is he going to try and bang her? <laughs> George Buston wearing a giant cowboy hat. He's got the cream underneath and it stinks, but it's just funny. I'm like, that's what you're using to conceal yeah, this? It be, <laughs> It'd be inconspicuous. Or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just in New York wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> um, Howdy, partner. <laughs> So uh, Kramer says he thinks, uh, you know, because he's looking at the hair. He's like, I think, you know, see some progress with the, you know, uh, the hair. You know, got some buds going on. So he's like, got to refer to the videotape. He's like, glad I knew to take a, you know, a video. So he leaves, runs over to his apartment. And then George, he's over there because he needs to tell Jerry something in private. And he doesn't want Kramer around. So he's like, okay, well, he's going to be gone forever. He gets lost in his apartment. So just start telling me. And then he's like. Okay, um, so he begins to tell him as Kramer's over at his apartment looking for the camcorder, etc. And he mentions how he's now become attracted to Elaine. And then Kramer busts in. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And Kramer's looking at the videos. Like, look, I see a couple buds sprouting. And he's, you know, looking at, you know, the scalp and stuff like that. And George actually kind of likes to hear that news. He's like, oh, you know, that actually is, you can see George's face. Like, really? You think that's working? Yeah. Instead of like, you know, the bomb that he just dropped on Jerry. Jerry's like, I got to talk to George. He's like, come on. He like kind of kicks him out. He's like, all right. Okay. I'm going to review this tape then. (laughs) So he's going to like do like, you know, tape by tape play of like, you know, the hair. So uh, he's going to talk to, you know, George in private. And so they're going on. He's like, so the the dialogue between the two. So Jerry's like, does she know? No. George says, well, how did it happen? I can't say. Well, why can't you say it? Because I promised her. I thought she doesn't know. Well, she doesn't. So how can you promise her? Because she asked me not to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is this, an Abbott and Costello routine? 
<laughs> Jerry's just fucking lost. It's like, how does she know? But she doesn't. So, um, and then George says it's because Elaine was on the tape recorder. It was her. It was supposed to be just a joke. And that causes Jerry to lose it. Like, what? What? Like, Elaine? And he grabs the tape <laughs> and headphones. And then Jer- George, he wants to listen to, and they fight over it. He's like, come on, you listen to it 50 times. He's like, she's my ex-girlfriend. I think I have precedence. <laughs> weird so they're listening to it and this is is this the scene where you said they're like splitting the headphones between the two like a wishbone they're gonna get that thing um but there's a buzz and it's elaine she's headed up you know and then george's like oh shit he grabs his cowboy hat (laughs) throws it on and rushes to the bathroom to go (laughs) clean up his his head with the cream so um (laughs) elaine comes up and she tells Jerry that it was actually her on the tape recorder. She feels like maybe it's going too far because she knows that Jerry went on that date, probably just harassed some woman. Yeah. <laughs> she probably, like, probably stopped this before it goes too far. Like, it's, yeah, it's, going, it's not, you know, it's not funny anymore. Um, and he's, it's just funny. He's like, oh, it was me on the tape, tape recorder. And then he's like, I know, George told me. You told him. <laughs> and he just lies. Yeah. Instead of saying, like, no, I told him like two minutes ago. He said, like, he threatened me. <laughs> Just a liar. George is just a fucking liar. (laughs) So, and then after that, you know, um, George decides that he needs to confess something to Elaine. He's going to confess his feelings. All the while, Jerry's like, no, George, no, no, no. That's a bad idea. No, because he knows exactly what George is going to say. Kramer busts in because he found a new hair on the new tape. So he's like, going to put the tape in the VCR. And then, you know, George is saying that he's attracted to Elaine now. And it's because... She was the voice on the tape recorder ever, ever since then. And then Kramer over here is like, what? That was you, Elaine? <laughs> Kramer's now blown away. He puts he puts the headphones on. He starts listening. He's like, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so now all the guys are all stunned but, like, stoked. They're all turned on. And then they all stand in front of Elaine. And she's just staring at them. They're all, like, cheesy smiles. Like, George is like, yeah. <laughs> like, yay. <laughs> She realizes she's made a huge mistake. It's time for her to get going. And then they all like try to convince her to stay. <laughs> and then she just like leaves, shuts the door, and all the guys just fight for the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It just fades out. Yeah. So it ends with uh, a bit about how a woman you know left a uh, voicemail on Jerry's uh, tape machine. Uh, you know the in a breathy voice. He's saying like. It's in that breathy voice. So like, it could be anything. Little, you know, a woman can you know, talk to you in that voice. And it's like, you have cancer. Oh, yeah? Sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Flight attendant could lean over. It's like, sir, please put on your belt. We're about to hit a mountain. It's like, oh, yeah. So what are you doing later? By the ruptured uh, fuselage. <laughs> <laughs> ruptured remains of the fuselage. How about, uh, you know, we have some peanuts over, the black bo- over by the black box. I'll meet you over there. Just like a woman could say anything. You're like, oh, yeah. Pretty great episode. I liked it. Um, They're really cooking now. I think they're definitely... The premise isn't super strong in this one. Yeah, like I said, yeah, it felt like it's kind of... It was a funny episode, but at the end of it, I looked at my notes and I was like, I don't got much to say besides what happened. I didn't have a lot mm-hmm. of... But it was a good yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fun. And it's just definitely like, you know, one that's not like a showstopper or anything. But it's... The character interactions are what make it great. Mm-hmm. And then the characters are definitely coming to their own. Like and this saying, one, they're all pretty well all tied in the whole time. It wasn't like separate storylines came back together. It was more that they yeah were... they didn't like shove any like story that didn't need to work down your throat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, I think there was a couple episodes ago where it's like Elaine had a story that's like why was that in here? You think it was yeah. just to have Elaine be in the episode? Yeah, they had a story that they wrote another story just to have Elaine around kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this didn't have that. They were all kind of together. And nothing really ran away from the main plot point, which was that tape. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was it. I guess George's hair thing. But that was like, you know, funny enough just to have like some visual gags and stuff like that. Yeah. And that tied and like, camcorder and everything kind of tied in. So yeah. Little branches, Kramer, but it was all still one story. Yeah. How you said Kramer's kind of like figuring out his role. It's like, oh, a quick laugh is just his like exuberant, you know, like falling over. Like, wow. Yeah, slapstick yeah. comedy. And, yeah. Exactly. People like it. So. Yeah, that was fun. That was a fun one. So, uh, yeah, final thoughts. 
No, that's what I don't have on the wrist. It was just a good, mm. funny episode with not anything too memorable. <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely, um, I don't remember, is this season with uh, Crazy Joe Devola? I don't think so. I think maybe that's season four. Maybe. I think yeah. it's season four. But yeah. But that, I um, was mistaken last time. I said we were two episodes away from the pretzel episode. We are four episodes from the pretzel episode. No, oh, we got some, got some time here. So we got some time. Ep- so Yeah. How many episodes are season three? 22. Damn. Okay. That's a long season. Um, so last week we mentioned to send in your recording of, uh, these pretzels are making me thirsty and we've got five so far. Really? From Michael Cartwright. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll add it to the, the pile and we'll save it for that episode. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, uh. If you guys want to send in your audio clips to the second button podcast at gmail.com, we'll put them all together, play them through, and we need at least five more so we can space Michael's out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But, so, uh, yeah, th- thanks for tuning in. Uh, be sure to follow along on uh, social media. We have an Instagram and a Twitter, both linked in the description. We are on YouTube. You can watch the videos of the podcast over there. And then, yeah, leave us a review. Hopefully uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else. I don't know if there's a rating on Google or something like that. If there's a place to rate it, subscribe or like or anything, do all of it. Yeah. And our link tree will be in the comments below with all those links in there. We have Twitter for now, but that's if Twitter's still here next week because it's starting to smell kind of musky over there. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it for now. We will see you. Yeah, you know, a couple weeks. Probably a couple Bye-bye. weeks. Bye-bye. Goodbye now. All right, have a good one. This woman drove us out of our minds. Like, uh, how did she sound? She had this throaty, sexy kind of whisper. Really? Like, uh, like, uh, Jerry, I want to slide my tongue around you like a snake. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh my God. You? <laughs>